Welcome to Infinite Love. My name is Kate, and today I'm going to take you down memory lane to my childhood home. There's a lot of nostalgia going on because we just recently sold our childhood home. My dad had asked me to go pick up a package from our old neighbor. And after work, I stopped by and realized there was no for sale sign out in front of the house. And it had me thinking, oh, it must have sold. The closing must have happened. Where did all this time go? Because I knew we had at least another week left. But you get so busy in your everyday lives that things tend to just get missed. So I went home that night and just thought about all the memories, the laughter, the good times, the bad times. And it hit me in a beautiful way of how grateful I am to have lived in such a home. Was it a perfect home? No. Were there a lot of laughter, a lot of happy memories? Yes. We moved in there when I was five years old. In fact, it would almost be an anniversary because it was back in October of 1985. When I think of this home in all the years spent in it, the memories, the good, the bad, the upgrades, the downgrades, it feels similar to a self-healing journey. All the good, the bad, the upgrades, the downgrades, the turmoil, the hardships. But in the end, no matter what, it's the gratitude for the journey. It's the gratitude for the memories that stay within you. And that's what I love about life. I look at this house and I'm not sad that it sold. I'm grateful for what it gave all of us, our entire family. A lot went on inside that house. And when we moved in, it wasn't just a house. It was a new beginning for all of us. But with new beginnings also come hardships, lessons, obstacles. And we definitely experienced that. Our family wasn't just an all-white Irish Catholic family. My father was Hispanic, so that wasn't welcome in the beginning. I, myself, having Cruzon syndrome, looking very different and out of the ordinary of this neighborhood. Well, it, it was welcomed. It was definitely embraced. But my mom had to put a lot of work into it to make sure that the school was welcoming, that the students were welcoming. She would go to class to class to explain my differences. And over the years, my parents were more involved in the community. So then we were embraced a little differently. But we didn't always experience that as we grew up. And I'll get to that in a little bit. But for now, I just want to talk about the memories. I took a walk over there a couple weeks ago to take pictures and videos of this beautiful house that has given me so much and it was so different because obviously it was empty. And obviously, my parents had put a lot of hard work into the upgrade, the upkeep, the renovation. But it still felt like home. I could still hear the laughter, the running around, the chaos, the yelling. I can hear the tears. I can hear the conversations. I could feel all of these memories still within me. We have this banister from our top floor to the main floor that my brother had learned and taught all of us how to slide down it, simply wrapping our sleeves around the wooden banister, 
putting our little tippy toes around the edge of the baseboard and leaning up as much as we can and just sliding down until you crash right into the wall (laughs) every single time. So, of course, we were obviously much, much older and much bigger, but we each had to try it out one more time. But this time, we threw a couple pillows down at the end because, well, we're old. (laughs) It's going to hurt. But there we went, one by one. And the laughter that came out of that. Also, the fear. (laughs) It's a little different when you're younger. You're afraid of nothing. But as you get older, you know the risks and the rewards. So logically, you think about things a little differently. But we still had to do it. We still had to try it. And we just died laughing, laughing at each other, laughing at the fact that now my nephews had to try it too, so we had to teach them. And of course, my mom shaking her head, hoping that we did not scrape up any of the paint. Ugh, God, we put our parents through hell and back in such a good way. Well, I'm not sure if it was always in such a good way, but I'd like to just pretend it was, even though we were always told differently. But we came out on top. Each one of us became something more, found something more within us through all of our own personal struggles in life and continued to do so. We continued to change, evolve, and surprise our parents in many, many ways. And yet, as much as they're a surprise, they're still so very proud of us. And that's what it was like living in that house. It wasn't perfect, like I said. There were so many dark times, many hard times, And it's kind of a part of my healing journey is breaking those generational curses to which now I know it wasn't their fault. It's something they had to live with and endure with. It was their own personal journey. Unfortunately, it gets bestowed upon us as we grow up and not purposefully, not maliciously. It's just, this is where it ends. Within me, I choose to move forward differently. I choose to embrace my journey, breaking those curses instead of manifesting them into my life over and over, repeating cycles. I choose to look at life differently with more positivity. And it's not to say that that was always the case. It's just that the more I healed, the more life became positive for me. And the more I embraced life as it's not happening to me, it's happening for me, has allowed me to learn from the lessons and grow from the lessons and heal and evolve from the lessons instead of fighting against the lessons, instead of being the victim all the time. Because there's accountability everywhere. And I'm a large part of my own accountability of my life story. I didn't get to always see it that way. But this house, this home, It did something for me. It provided a safe space. There was a lot more love than pain in that home. There are a lot more memories than hardships and heartaches in that home. I'm forever grateful for the foundation that was built for me within that home. I went through many surgeries, many, many months of recovery in that home. And as that home changed, transformed, renewed itself, so have I. So have I on my own healing journey. And I see it now. I feel it. I'm living it. And I'm loving it. And that's what this home means to me. It's a beautiful symbol, a beautiful reflection of who I have become, who I am becoming. This home is now a mirror to me, a beautiful 
memory, but a beautiful reflection of who I am now to this day. So as I walk past or drive past this home, I'll smile forever, filled with gratitude for what I'm looking at, a simple, beautiful reflection of who I am. So you see, there's more to this home than meets the eye. There's memories, there's stories, there's laughter, there's heartache, there's chaos, there's celebrations, there's deep reflection, there's loss, there's foundation, there's growth, there's healing, there's turmoil, there's sadness, there's pain, there's grief, there's obstacles, there's laughter, there's joy. They're all memories. They're all memories I get to take with me wherever I go on this journey. And I will take with me. I'm grateful. I'm grateful for the many, many, many years I got to spend in that house. That house was just a simple house when we moved in, but it became so much more by the time we left. A lot of neighborhood friends coming over to swim, a lot of block parties, a lot of pitching the tent in the backyard and hanging out with friends, feeling like we were always on an adventure. And we were. We lived the ultimate childhood. We didn't live with a lot of money. In fact, we were considered somewhat poor. But we never felt poor. Growing up, we always felt like we had everything because it was within our foundation of our family, the love that we had. I know at times we probably struggled with that, with our image. And we never really should have had to because we were lucky. We were lucky with the love we were given the opportunities, the adventures, the imagination, the exploration. We got to live in an era where you got to stay out all day until the streetlights came on. We were inventive, imaginative. We would explore our neighborhood like a scene out of a movie, finding our own adventures in Never Never Land. And it's so different now for kids these days, living within technology. They don't get to have the dreams and the adventures and the imagination like we do. And it's a shame because I love that adventure. I love those storylines, the creativity, the exploration, playing sports, being kids, wrestling on the grass in front of the homes, getting yelled at, and my mom making sure she opened all the windows to make sure all of the neighborhood could hear that we were in trouble. You see, my mom always made sure that we held accountability for our actions. She was the type of parent that blamed us first before blaming anyone else. She made sure that we were accountable for who we were and the choices we made and to be apologetic. We couldn't get away with anything, no matter how hard we tried. And we tried. But eventually we caught on that we just weren't that lucky. My mom was, I'm pretty sure she was a secret spy in another lifetime. She can hear beyond words when not spoken. She can see beyond the darkness. And she had this intuition that knew when we were in trouble and that we were probably the ones that caused the trouble. <laughs> we couldn't get away with anything. Ask all my friends. They were even nervous of her. But they always said one thing, that no matter how strict the rules were, and they weren't that strict, they were filled with love, with care and compassion and worry. Our parents wanted to know that we would make it home at night. They wanted to make sure that they could say, I love you and good morning in the morning. They wanted to know that we were safe and protected and loved. 
No gift could ever replace such blessings that we received from our parents growing up. Even when we were struggling with our own identities, our own journeys, our choices, our actions, or lack thereof, they still believed in us. They still wanted our happiness to come first within. They wanted us to find our own way, no matter what it would take. As long as we put forth that effort into our own selves, our dreams could come true. But they were also realistic. And maybe that's because their childhood and their upbringing, they couldn't have those dreams the way we could. But I didn't always have that within me. I was a little guarded and more protected because of being born with Cruzon syndrome. And it's not by their fault. And it's not that they were overprotective. They were just protective. And because I came off very shy, but obviously more insecure than anything, I relied on that protection, that crutch. Therefore, I couldn't really make a lot of my own decisions. I didn't have the confidence within me to make those decisions, to utilize my voice in the way I utilize it now. And that's okay because it's all by design. I was going to learn eventually that the only way to move forward in my life was to begin within me and stop pointing everything around me, stop fixing everything around me, but rather fix within me, fix my broken heart and become the light that I always was and will always be. I was going to become my own hero rather than rescuing everyone else. First, I had to save my own self and I did that. And now the beautiful blessings come with it is when I share, I get responses that are helping people, then I'm empowering them to do the same for themselves. And I simply say, it's an honor and a blessing, but always just do it for yourself. I'm happy that you are doing it for yourself. Don't rely on me or anyone else. You have it. You've always had it within you. So keep going for you and only you. And then when you get there, allow yourself to help others. Be grateful that you have that opportunity to do so, but don't make that your focus point because that's where I went wrong. And it's not that I don't want to help anyone else. I do. That's the ultimate goal. But in order to do so in the right way, aligned with the right people who need to hear this message, I had to begin within me. I had to focus solely on myself. And by sharing my story, it's now allowed me to help others. So you see, this entire reflection began on just a simple closing of a childhood home, something that I'll cherish forever. And it's allowed me to see it from a whole new perspective, a simple reflection of the abundance, of the love, of the joy and happiness I feel within. This home is never just going to be a home. It's a time capsule holding all the beautiful memories, learning and growing and evolving from. It's a stepping stone. Although one chapter closes, a new one begins. And I told my dad that the other day. I told him what blessings. It's not sadness, but happiness. As this home gave us so many memories. And now that that chapter is ended, a new one begins. And how exciting it is for them to start something new within a new home, making new memories to which they already have begun. Makes me happy for them. I love to see the positivity in all of it, because it brings such joy and positivity to me. So here is to a new beginning, a new chapter in life. I can't wait to see what comes and then beyond grateful for what was and will forever hold in my heart and soul.